Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, snow emergency. This nor'easter will be quick, but it will pack a punch. Heavy snow brings dangerous driving conditions, closes schools, and cancels more than a 1,000 flights. A major storm bringing the most snowfall cities like New York have seen in years. We actually got on the last flight yesterday. That was canceled. We were pushed to the first flight this morning, and that was canceled. The CBS Evening News starts now. Good evening. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this Tuesday night. We begin with a fast-moving nor'easter and the 45 million Americans impacted from West Virginia to Massachusetts. In some places, 15 inches of snow fell today alone, leading to dangerous road conditions, crashes, and many tonight are without power. More than a million students were out of school. New York City is digging out, and this is the biggest snowstorm since 2022. Snow-covered roads caused havoc during the morning commute, causing more than 1,200 accidents in Pennsylvania alone. Air travelers face their own problems with more than 3,000 delays and cancellations at the nation's airports. Well, tonight, the major concern is coastal flooding. More than 11 million along the shorelines are under alerts tonight. CBS's Lana Zach starts us off tonight. A near miss in the northeast as the fast-moving storm dumps snow from Maryland to Massachusetts. New York City saw the highest daily snow total in more than two years, just over three inches, but far less than the eight that was predicted by the National Weather Service. I wanted more. I wanted way more, and I wanted it to snow all day. While parts of Connecticut and Pennsylvania saw more than a foot of snow. Wintry white quickly turned slushy and slick. Police responding to more than a thousand accidents in Pennsylvania and hundreds more in New Jersey and Connecticut, according to state police. 
Air travel was also a mess, with thousands of interruptions at major airports, including New York's LaGuardia, where more than a third of flights were canceled. I looked at the weather and it seemed like it was going to be okay. I, I made plans, but it definitely affected me. We couldn't even drive out. The Massachusetts coast is under a flood advisory. Louisa Muller with CBS Boston is there. Downtown situated low-lying areas often flood, but northerly winds and an astronomical tide make this parking lot look like a swimming pool. As a safety precaution, many school districts closed today. New York City public schools went remote, but the computer network had a meltdown when nearly a million students tried logging in at the same time. So to say that I am uh, disappointed, frustrated, uh, and angry uh, is an understatement. Well, there was one great benefit to that online learning snafu. Central Park today filled with kids who actually got to bring those sleds out of their closets for the first time in more than two years. But, Nora, now that the sun has gone down, all of that slush is refreezing as ice. So authorities warn you have to be careful out there right now. Nora. That is an important warning. Lana Zach, thank you so much. Let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel as there are more storms on the way. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. This winter storm dumped more than a foot of snow for some areas in the Northeast, but many of the big cities saw far less than that, including Boston, just a tenth of an inch at the airport. Main reason for that, the overall track of the system shifted a little bit to the south, but also the northeast winds bringing in the relatively mild air from the Atlantic, keeping Boston in the rain quite a bit longer and keeping down the snowfall totals. Any melting happening today could refreeze by morning with temperatures well below freezing. Teens and 20s, watch out for black ice. Couple more chances of snow going through this week and into the weekend. Fast-moving systems will bring maybe a few to maybe a half a foot of snow for some, but it is going to be the cold that millions will feel by Saturday morning, 190 million with temperatures below freezing, Nora. Chris Warren, thank you. Back here in Washington, President Biden today came out swinging against former President Donald Trump, calling his comments about Russia invading NATO countries shameful and dumb. The president says Trump's remarks raised the stakes for Congress to approve new funding to support Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. CBS's Zed O'Keefe has details from the White House. The former president has sent a dangerous and shockingly, frankly, un-American signal to the world. President Biden leveled a blistering attack today on Donald Trump for recently saying he wouldn't defend NATO allies from a Russian attack if they don't pay full dues to the alliance. Let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. Can you imagine a former president of the United States saying that? The whole world heard it. The worst thing is he means it. No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. Well, let me say this as clearly as I can. I never will. For God's sake, it's dumb, it's shameful, it's dangerous, it's un-American. The president spoke after an all-night marathon debate in the Senate led to early morning passage of an emergency national security spending bill. The bill, as amended, passes. It would provide billions in military assistance to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, but says nothing about U.S.-Mexico border security. 
And that's why House Speaker Mike Johnson says he won't bring it up for a vote. National security begins with border security. We have said that all along. House Republicans are increasingly taking cues from Trump, who has said they shouldn't support any border security deal that could benefit Democrats and President Biden. The president today said the stakes are bigger than that. And I say to the House members, House Republicans, you got to decide. Are you going to stand up for freedom? Or are you going to side with terror and tyranny? We stand with America or Trump. Meanwhile, tonight, House Republicans are planning to vote again to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas amid opposition to his handling of border security. A similar vote failed last week. And if they succeed this time, Mayorkas would be the first cabinet secretary impeached since 1876. Nora? Ed O'Keefe at the White House. Thank you. The Pentagon tonight says that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is now home from the hospital and has resumed his full duties. Secretary Austin underwent treatment for a bladder problem stemming from his surgery for prostate cancer in December. He's expected to return to the Pentagon later this week. Thousands of flight attendants walked the picket lines at dozens of airports in the U.S. today. Most of the nation's flight attendants, represented by multiple unions, are in contract negotiations, seeking better pay and working conditions. We get details from CBS's Carter Evans. Outside airports across the country today, flight attendants walk the picket lines. Several thousand representing two dozen airlines at more than 30 airports, all with the same message. We've been fighting for contracts for probably two and a half years. The picketing comes at a crucial time for flight attendants who say they've been dealing more frequently with unruly passengers. Oh my God. And feel underappreciated for the times they perform potential life-saving measures, like when the door recently blew off this Alaska Airlines jet. Hey, hey. Tim Green has been an Alaska flight attendant for more than 20 years. When was the last time you got a raise? Last significant raise for us was back in 2018. Before all the increase in prices and everything. Before everything started to skyrocket and, yes, inflation went nuts. Most flight attendants have a starting salary of just $27,000. The median salary is $63,000. The demand for a pay raise comes after pilots negotiated between 35 and 50 percent salary hikes. And as airlines last year posted a combined $10 billion profit. And most domestic flight attendants don't even earn their hourly wage until the boarding door closes. About 45 minutes to an hour, working with the passengers, getting everybody seated, dealing with all the problems. Mm -hmm. And you're not getting paid for that? We're not getting paid, but we're required to be there. Since no one walked off the job, no flights were delayed because of today's protest. Now, contract negotiations are underway, so any strike would be months away at this point. And we reached out to several airlines. They all said that flight attendants have the right to picket, and they're optimistic that deals will be reached. Nora? Carter Evans, thank you. Well, now to today's special election to replace disgraced former Congressman George Santos in New York's 3rd Congressional District. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports the tight race is being seen as a trial run for the general election for both parties. They plowed ahead with a special election on Long Island in a driving snowstorm to replace a man who regularly produced his own political storm. Former Republican Congressman George Santos, who fabricated his life story and allegedly used his campaign to fleece donors and enrich himself. Do you feel like you're finally turning the page on George Santos? Yes. How's that feel? Good. You know, he had to go. 
The Republican seeking this seat, Mazi Pillup, is a county legislator born in Ethiopia, a mother of seven who once served in the Israeli military. Is there any concern that the George Santos experience made people less enthusiastic about coming out today? No, absolutely. George Santos is absolutely the past. The issues, really, the securing the borders, controlling illegal immigrants coming to our country. The Democrat is former Congressman Tom Swazi, whose late flurry of campaign ads sought to neutralize Phillips claims Democrats are responsible for a border crisis that's brought thousands of migrants to New York. Well, the bottom line is I want to talk about immigration because this is what the people care about. And that's what I've been talking about for a long, long time. Thousands voted early here, but the campaigns worried how many prospective voters would trudge through today's mess. Did this make you less inclined to come out? Nah. We, w- we headed out sledding, and I said, let's do this now since we're out. The stakes are so high, whoever wins can either shrink or expand the Republicans' narrow U.S. House majority. Both parties spent millions of dollars trying to win this seat with so many of the advertisements, Nora, focused on immigration. Really interesting. Scott McFarland, thank you. Frustrating news about inflation sent stocks spiraling today. The Dow had its worst day in nearly a year, dropping almost one and a half percent. It was no better for the S&P 500 or the Nasdaq. Those losses were triggered by a new report showing inflation came in higher than expected at 3.1 percent last month, meaning a cut in interest rates may not come for several months. With inflation still stubbornly high, raising the costs of food and shelter, millions of student loan borrowers are stuck deciding between having to pay their debt or provide for their families. In tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Nancy Chen has tips to help you save. With two master's degrees, Raquel Perry has always prioritized education, and she has the bills to prove it. How much do you owe? $307,000. When you see that amount written out, what do you think? How am I ever going to pay this back? The 30-year-old mother teaches financial literacy to high schoolers in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. But when it comes to supporting her family, the numbers don't add up. If I pay this five, six, seven hundred dollars this month, how am I going to afford to buy food for the family for the month, for the week? Perry avoided her payments, along with 40 percent of borrowers, after federal student loan bills resumed last fall following a pause for the pandemic. Borrowers won't face late fees for a one-year grace period, but student loan advisor Betsy Mayot warns interest is still building. What are the consequences or risks in not addressing this issue? If the loan ends up defaulting, it's going to be a big hit on your credit. Future debt that you need to take on a mortgage, a credit card, a car loan is likely going to have a much higher interest rate. While everyone's situation is different, all federal loans offer an interest rate discount for auto pay. For some, up to $2,500 in annual interest could be written off on tax returns. And the government has constantly evolving programs that can eliminate or reduce loans with options available through the online loan simulator tool. I would love to see every consumer with student loans get in the habit of reevaluating their student loan strategy and checking in on things once a year. Lessons for all, including those at the head of the classroom. Nancy Chen, CBS News, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. 
Turning now to the migrant crisis impacting major American cities, about 40,000 asylum seekers have been bused to Denver, Colorado over the last year. That's more per capita than anywhere in the nation. The city is sending spending millions of dollars every week to house, feed and educate them. CBS's Omar Villafranca goes in-depth to show us how one place has become a safe haven for hundreds. Young Prince wakes up early every morning making breakfast for the hundreds of people staying at her packed Denver motel. I don't want people to go work for empty stomach. But this motel is different. The rooms are free and the guests are all migrants, mainly from Venezuela. I financially ready to do this kind of job. You wanted to help? Yeah. This motel is closed, but it is full of people. And residents tell me that there's sometimes eight people per room, sometimes a dozen. And during the busiest times, more than 25 people per room. 25-year-old Carlos took us into the crowded room that he shares with more than a dozen people, including his wife. There's barely any room to walk. He's worked as a roofer, and when he can't find a job, he washes windshields for tips. I'd rather work hard outside, he says, because with this, I can make money. Like Chicago and New York, the migrant surge is driving Denver to the financial breaking point. The Mile High City expects to spend $180 million this year on migrants, forcing the city to cut some services. We will start to have to greenlight a set of hard decisions about budget reductions. Prince has received help and donations, but says she spent more than $300,000 of her own money since October. After the recent deaths of her husband and son, the 73-year-old daughter of North Korean immigrants feels this is her mission. Is helping them helping you Yeah. get through yeah. the loss of your son? Yeah. But time is running out. She sold the property and everyone has to leave by the end of the week. Prince says she'd like to lease another property with her own money to help the migrants as long as she can. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Denver. Heart-stopping new video from that deadly plane crash in Florida shows it plummeting from the sky. That's next. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 
Terrifying dash cam video has surfaced showing the moment a private jet falling from the sky and crashing onto a busy interstate in Florida. The plane carrying five people lost both engines and was heading to the airport in Naples when it slammed to the ground on Friday, killing both pilots. Another crew member and two passengers actually survived that wreck. A 45-year-old man in Wichita, Kansas, is under arrest for allegedly stealing and burning a statue of baseball icon Jackie Robinson, the first black player in Major League Baseball. Police do not believe the theft last month was race-related. They say that the suspect intended to sell it for scrap metal. About $300,000 in donations have now poured in to replace the bronze statue. Well, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart is back with his critical and funny takes on politics, the news media... And yes, even himself. That's next. After nearly nine years, Jon Stewart's highly anticipated return to The Daily Show made it feel like he never left. CBS's Vladimir Dutier reports Stewart roasted President Biden, Donald Trump, and even himself as only he can. Welcome to The Daily Show. Jon Stewart's comeback to Comedy Central's The Daily Show was greeted with thunderous applause. I'm excited to be back. I'm very excited. The 61-year-old comedian dived right in, tackling fringe conspiracy theories. Kansas City Chiefs are world champions, which means the decades-long plot in which Travis and Taylor brainwash America into getting, <laughs> into getting routine vaccinations is complete. Age was a running theme, with Stewart first taking on President Biden. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she made great chocolate chip cookies. How do you go on TikTok and end up looking older? And then his likely Republican contender, Donald Trump. Well, first of all, Donald Trump is not an old man. He's an old man! He is objectively an old man! Stewart even turned the tables on himself. We need more than just the same show with an older yet familiar face. Talking about the election, right? I said what I said. A little older, but he hasn't missed a beat. Vladimir Dutier, CBS News, New York. Glad he's back. And we should note that Comedy Central, like CBS, is part of Paramount Global. Major League Baseball is making history, not on the field, but in the broadcasting booth. We'll tell you who next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, history is being made in Major League Baseball, with the Oakland A's naming Jenny Kavnar as its lead play-by-play announcer.
The veteran broadcaster is the first woman to be the primary voice of a major league baseball team after spending the past 12 seasons as the backup play-by-play announcer for the Colorado Rockies. She's a five-time Emmy Award winner and was named Colorado Sportscaster of the Year in 2020 year. Kavnar, the daughter of a former baseball coach, said in a statement, it is a dream come true. Tell you what, sounds like a home run to me. So awesome. Congratulations. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.